Greetings, everyone. It's a joy to welcome you to our first Building Faith podcast. We're hopeful that this will be a good source of information and an encouragement to you as we continue to move forward and make progress in our Building Faith campaign and our initiative to construct a new facility and and have a new place of worship and a new place of ministry for uh, Faith Community Church. I'm here with Shane Kohler, our teaching pastor, and he's here uh, thinking that he's going to just provide tremendous insight and great information about the Building Faith Project, but the reality is, is that he's actually wearing an Alabama Crimson Tide golf shirt, which really is poignant given the fact that this is a bit of an intervention. It's not a Building Faith podcast, but we're here to make sure that with football season underway, our pastor is not reaching peak idolatry levels with his Alabama Crimson Tide football obsession. So, Pastor, do you have anything to confess or anything to share regarding this? Well, uh, I would say you're outing me, except I pretty <laughs> much uh, wear this stuff brazenly every week. Yes, so you do. it's up to me, I guess. Well, we're glad to have uh, all of you joining in and listening in on this. I think, um, Shane, as we think about the the project, it's interesting to kind of put this into the context of thinking about a little bit of theology, thinking about the providence of God. This is one of those things where um, a project like this, we're, we're paying attention to the, the hand of God throughout all of it, um, but it's also easy for us to kind of get down in the weeds on all the details, and I think it's going to be something important for us um, as a congregation to routinely step back and just recognize the kindness of God and His providence uh, in working, uh, even in the details of this project, um, as a way of blessing us and, and benefiting us. Well, it is a, an interesting uh, juncture where we are. This is our first podcast, so it, it sort of lends itself to looking back over the sweep of where we've come from and and uh, even as we look forward over what's about to take place, there's a lot of activity right now that's becoming more and more visible to our congregation. But, you know, there's, there's a whole host of stories to tell over the last couple of years of stuff that has taken place behind the scenes in God's providence to get us to where we are, and it's amazing to, to really look at it. You know, you go all the way back to the very beginning, and I know we've told this story in the past, but it, it's, it just bears retelling because of God's goodness. But we were at a place in our old property where we we had maxed out our property. We really had no solutions. We didn't know what we were doing. We we went on a um, you know a, a very long term search for for other options and identified po- four pieces of property where we could potentially move if we had to. But it seemed like all of them were out of our price range. They were, um, you know, asking I think three hundred eighty thousand dollars, something like that, per acre, and uh, we just didn't have that kind of money to be able to make that move. But when we approached the owner of the piece of property, we we uh, eventually purchased the property we own now. I'll never forget when we approached his agent and and told him we were interested in buying the property. He said to us, "You know, the owner is going to be ecstatic." because he really believes a church should be on this piece of property. And from that point on, you know, as we've worked together with this man, his name is Chuck Howe, 
he, uh, he has been so accommodating, basically allowing the church to go at our own pace, to buy what we could afford at this point, and to hold the rest of it off the market for us under option. It's just incredibly generous of him. Um, you know, he's losing money on this uh, deal for the sake of God's kingdom and allowing us to move forward and buy property. You know, we purchased this at 175 an acre. We're selling an acre uh, as we'll we'll talk about, I think a little bit later to the city, we're selling an acre at four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. That's so. amazing. Yeah, and just thinking about the 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 providence of God as a as a a matter of uh, how we how we understand God's working among us. I think it's not uncommon, maybe even too common uh, for us sometimes to to really want to attribute God's providence to the good things that work in what seems to be our immediate or even material favor. But the fact of the matter is, is even with the property purchase, it came through disappointment. It came through the Lord sort of uh, working through circumstances that were not necessarily viewed as immediately favorable. And Most and, most of the good things that have happened through this have come after seasons of disappointment and waiting. Yes. And, and yet when... It all comes together. You're just overwhelmed with the Lord's goodness. I mean, you just can't believe that it's happening the way it's happening. Uh, you know, even even the recent annexation and the selling of an acre to the uh, to the city is another example of that because we were initially approached by another uh, commercial um, real estate developer in the area who began talking to us about leasing our property, and and we explored that for a number of months, and then it seemed to fizzle. And there was an opportunity for us to be down in the dumps, disappointed. I mean, we worked. There was a lot of time and energy. Mm-hmm. There were there was contract review that was underway. I mean, we're talking. It was it was an engaged yeah. process. And then it, it all it all fizzled. And, and at that point, when we could have just thrown up our hands in despair, the Lord was at work. You know, because we were approached shortly after that by the city, who wanted to enter into a. a a public-private partnership for us that is even better than what we were looking at with this commercial real estate. I mean, we, if we had entered into this contract with a commercial real estate uh, um, uh, company next to us or whatever, they they uh, it, we would have probably not been able to do this with the city. In fact, they told us that they did not want us to annex to the city. Well, we had we got that message from a lot of different quarters that that annexing with the city would be more more difficult, more cumbersome, possibly more costly. Yeah. And so the fact that we were, you know, county property was to our advantage and yet yeah, we we basically followed that counsel for a while, but we explored it eventually with the city and as it turns out, it's been we couldn't have been a better uh a relationship. They I mean, they've been wonderful to work with. And now we're entering into this deal where they have uh, basically asked to purchase a 50-foot wide strip on the south side of our property where they want to put a roadway in to connect Woodstock Parkway and Rope Mill Road. It was a road that we already wanted. We were already planning to construct ourselves at our own cost, and they're going to build it for us, which is essentially going to give us two entrances to the property um, for not only for free, but they're going to give us $400,000 for it. And on top of that, they're building it in the the fifty foot zone that would have been a buffer. So in other words, it was it was something that the county would not have allowed us to build in that fifty foot buffer. They're putting the road right there. 
So it's essentially property we were not going to be able to use anyway. That so we would have had to build a, an access road on property that now we can use for other purposes exactly. because the city is building this connector road in a buffer zone that we couldn't do anything in to begin with. Yeah, and we couldn't have we couldn't have you know calculated that no. or pieced that together with all the information that we had gotten you know in the past. We would have actually said that was impossible. But it just reminds us that we do not know the end from the beginning. You know, the scripture says only God knows the end from the beginning. And and we can rest that we're in his care and this whole process is working out in his providence. You know, all along the way, there have been people who, who have wanted to know that. You know, they want you to spell out every detail of, uh, of everything that's going on. And and we've just tried to gently remind people we can't. I mean, we're, we're human. We're finite. We move forward with what our... What our uh, principles of wisdom and prudence and, and good business practice, I believe. But uh, still, there's always room for God to work. And these are just great examples, whether it's the owner and, uh, you know, his generosity and, and graciousness working with us, or whether it's the city partnership and the way it's working out. All of these things are just are just uh, reminders of, of God's uh, love for his church. It even gets down to the literal granular level of dirt. And when you think about where we're headed, I mean, the first thing that we do in a, when we actually move into a literal construction phase is we start clearing land and moving dirt. And we've actually been able to see God's kindness in Providence demonstrated to us, even at the level of moving dirt on our property. Well, and this circles back around to the, the partner the Lord has given us in the uh, the landowner. We bought nine acres from him originally and have six acres under contract uh, just to the east of us. And as we've looked at our site design, we realized we had 2,500 truckloads of dirt uh, in excess. So we were looking at having the expense of having to truck off 2,500 truckloads of dirt by the way, that's not pickup truckloads. No, those are full-size trucks. That's dump truckloads. And, and you know, you've got to dispose of that somewhere. Um, and then if we if we move forward with the purchase of those six acres and develop them down the road, we would have to bring back in 2,500 truckloads of dirt. So we approached the owner and, and talked to him. And, and, again, you know, he just was, yeah, let, let's just spread it out on my property and, and, and put it where you need it in the future. I mean, that just doesn't normally happen. You know, in in business relationships, everyone's always concerned about protecting themselves and liability and all, all of that. And and the owner has just been wonderful to work with. It's it's just another small way the Lord is providing for us and, and saving us money. And and it's really going to create, a, I think, a beautiful landscape at the on the backside. You know, the out the back door of our church uh, that's going to give us the enjoyment and benefit of that land. You know, from the very beginning. And just to put a, a fine point on that 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 agreement with the the moving of the dirt and the clearing of, of the owner's property um, to our benefit, that literally was a transaction of one email to him and one email back from him of enthusiastic agreement. Yeah. Just the, the simplicity of that and the, 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 just the unprecedented nature of that kind of response when you're talking about that much acreage, and you're talking about doing what we're doing on that property that we don't own. It's pretty astounding. Well, it's just a reminder, as I said, of how the Lord is at work and how He's at work through His people that He has raised up and prepared for this project. Something we we have to, I think, keep in mind as a congregation 
even as we move forward. And, and we'll certainly run into situations where we have opportunity to be discouraged or to think that, you know, the timing is not working out the way we would like. I mean, we need to maintain a perspective that God is working in and through all of this, and at times He's going to use potential difficulty or struggle to refine us. Well, and I have to say, at that point, I mean, that's why we called this the Building Faith Project. Not only, you know, obviously building a church called Faith Community Church, but we knew from the the outset that this would challenge our faith and present us with manifold opportunities where we would need to trust the Lord. Amen.